With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The Newcastle Natter is back for the season by Labrooks. Hello and welcome to the Newcastle Natter. I'm Paul Doolan, joined on the phone by Dave Watson. Hello, Dave. Hello, mate. How are you? I'm all right. Not too bad. Bit annoyed with Arsenal, generally. We go on after their podcast and they were 45 minutes late. So if anyone wants to give the Arsenal podcast an iTunes review and say it could do with being significantly shorter, (laughs) that would be much appreciated. How are you, Dave? I'm all good, mate. I'm uh, I'm just basking in the uh, the glow of two wins on the bounce. I don't know yeah. what to do with myself. Two wins since we last spoke. I know. It's and the thing is, like my missus saw saw me celebrating both of them, obviously, and she was like, "Oh, does that mean you you know you you're out of trouble now?" And I was like, "No, <laughs> no, no, we're still in trouble." Though. <laughs> Jesus, but. Um, yeah, no, everything else is good, man. How, how, is everything all right on your side of the street? All good. Not too bad. Two yeah. wins. Can't complain. You yeah, can't be yeah. upbeat after a week like that. Seven goals as well. I know. I know. And I don't know how long it is sc- since we had seven goals before that. Probably, probably since the start of the season. Yeah. Like, well, definitely. <laughs> I, mean, I mean, I think... God, how many have we scored so far this season? Uh, we've scored Plenty. 19, 19 goals so far this season. God. Um, yeah, fuck. Um, that's in the league anyway. But, yeah. uh, Shall we talk Blackburn, Blackburn first? Yeah, let's. Because I think on the the, pre, the the one before the the FA Cup game, I said that it would likely be uh, Longstaff and Hayden in the centre of the park. And Longstaff played, but it was Roberts. And you said it'd be interesting to see like Lejeune or Shah playing in that like defensive midfield yes. role, and and I I poo pooed that saying no nah, nah, you want a Premier League defender playing in the Premier like in the in defensive position but you called it and never ever poo poo me again Dave <laughs> ever you will you will be poo pooed but um, I tell you what a terrific start and I know it took a deflection but the confidence of the lad. 
to, to take it 20, 22, 23 yards out, right peg, bit of space that I don't think you'd get in the Premier League. Lovely hit. And, yeah, um, we don't have many players that actually, play. you forget how long shots are actually a part of the game. We just seem yeah. to have not engaged with that for years. Not since well, Lauren Robert. It's strange because if you think we've got, in, in the team, you've got players like Shelby who can hit it from distance. Um, he doesn't tend to. Richie, I, I never really think of Richie. Richie for a, Bournemouth had a couple of screamers, didn't he? Mm, but he doesn't. He doesn't strike me as the type of player to to do that. You know, he'd rather get into the box. He'd, ra- he'd rather just ghost around the edge of the box with some shortbread and iron brew, <laughs> <laughs> shouted aloud as Rabbi Burns. Burns. <laughs> um, but no, it was, it was a it was a cracking performance um, from the the two young lads. I thought Cal Roberts had a decent game yeah. again. Um, Sterry was poor, I have to say. I don't, I don't think he had a good game. But no, um, he seems some way off the quality needed. Yeah. From uh, admittedly, after seeing him play what twice, but still, yeah. Um, them aside, I, I don't. I mean, I don't think, I don't think Clark and Fernandez were great. No, it's a funny one. Fernandez especially seems to have gone backwards a bit. Mm. But I think the two goal scorers is quite a positive sign for our youth system. Even more positive was uh, Adam Armstrong scoring as well. Three <laughs> Newcastle kids. Yeah. Um, Cal Roberts, uh, his his goal though, again, it was a lovely finish. It was yeah. like pulled back by Murphy. Um, who, I feel he's got the same kind of... He gets a head rush when he gets into the box. Yeah. And regardless of the angle, you'll you'll try and take the shot on. And nine times out of ten, that's not the right decision. He should be... I mean, I know sometimes you get into the box and the only person you can pass to is Hosselu and you might as well just give them a goal kick. But it's. I, I think he needs to like try and change his game a bit, look for the pass, don't don't always look for the shot. Yeah. But all, all credit to Cal Roberts, it was a lovely volley finish. Um, Watching Jacob Murphy, you get the feeling all that's going through his head is, if I score... I will suddenly, everything will be fine and I will have confidence yeah. again. Yeah, just, yeah. I get the it's, feeling the way he plays is going very differently to the way Rafa's telling him to play, which is why he's not playing very often. I agree. I think the same's true of Kennedy on the, the other flank when he does play. Is um, he still alive? <laughs> it's been that well, long since you, we've seen him. Did you hear why he's been missing? Oh, is it something to do with his toenail? Yeah, he broke a toenail or or did something to his toenail, so he couldn't wear football boots. I don't, I don't want to sound like a taxi driver ringing Talk Sport, but come on. <laughs> I mean, to be to be honest, I bet a nurse to... would go to work with a sore toenail, and they get paid significantly less than Kennedy. <laughs> a double decker bus, if it had a sore toenail, that's the other unit. That yeah, that I think. Yeah, I, I, I'm not 100% convinced that he's missing through injury. I wouldn't be surprised yeah. if he was missing because he's no longer in our plans and we're trying to shift him back out to to free up a loan spot. I wouldn't be surprised because he hasn't done it and he's 
he's consistently been one of the most disappointing players on the pitch. Yeah, he's um, firmly behind Atsu now, which I don't think any of us would have seen coming at the start of the season. No, 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 I agree. Uh, I totally agree. I thought Shiro had a decent game in, in centre of the park, like in, yeah. the, in that defensive position, but I can't imagine he'd play there again in the no. Premier League. Or, you said about you know, Perez looking great against that level of opposition. He scored again. Mm-hmm. Who got a yeah. third? Hoslin. Of course, offside, the, isn't he? Yeah, he was, he was a mile off. I can't remember who took a shot. It might have been Cher again, but he, you know, the, he I'm going to guess on. and say Murphy because that seems to be you got a good chance if you're trying to guess who had a shot for us. Yeah, no, I can't. I, I, it probably was, but it was um, it was it was the kind of luck that we're not getting in in league games, um, and that it came against you know to to seal the win in the hundred and sixth minute or something of extra time against Blackburn it's just fucking typical like how, how we could have done with that kind of luck against Chelsea yeah. for example you know just but never mind never mind and also it was interesting that they couldn't afford VAR um, VAR so oh would it have had VAR away. otherwise yeah yeah it should have because we had it at, at the um, at St James's but they for whatever ah. reason Ewood Park didn't didn't have that facility, so it could be that they couldn't afford it, or they didn't see the point because likely they were only going to have it for a couple of games where it's it's worthwhile, and they don't have the setup. I poor, don't know. Poor Blackburn. Poor Blackburn. Can't even afford VAR. <laughs> um, but end of the day, it was a decent. It was a decent performance by a very weak inside. Yeah, I mean, if you, I mean, looking at the lineup, you've got Woodman, Sterry, Manquillo, Roberts, Longstaff, Murphy, and Hoslu. None of them are first choice. No, and, there's a few players in there you'd probably say a League One level. <laughs> so I don't think it's too bad. No, um, Lascelles was a strange one. Lascelles coming on for the injured um, Kieran Clark. And lasting about, I don't know, eight, nine minutes maybe? Yeah. Uh, I can't remember. Yeah, and then going off. I can only, I can, to give him potentially more credit than he deserves, maybe he was trying to give his replacement as much time to warm up as possible. And he part, did look to be needlessly playing on through the pain barrier. Yeah, it was very, very strange. But then... You know that kind of bottle. You can't you can't complain about it. And he was in the game for the in you know in the next fixture three days later yeah. for the Cardiff game. So it, that turned out fine. So just to wrap up the FA Cup, um, we've got Watford to the next in the round. Next, yeah, Watford and Watford are in a position where they can take the cup seriously because they're in no danger of going down. They're in no danger of getting into Europe. They can genuinely take this competition seriously without any fear of you know, league, like suffering in the league for it. Um, and I cannot imagine that we would play a strong side against Watford. It'll be, you know, it, it'll it be Longstaff in the centre of the park, even if Shelby, Diame and, um, and Key are all available. That doesn't seem such a bad prospect now, though. Oh, no, no, that, If you'd said a fine. month ago Longstaff would be starting a game, you'd, you would worry about what had happened. But now I think... Shelby's going to have to not going to be automatically walking back in. I'd really like to see Longstaff and Diarme play together. Not necessarily I, for that game, but generally. 
I would I would like to see. I know he's he's still away at the the, the Asia Cup, but I'd like to see Key and Longstaff. Yeah, because I think Longstaff's a little bit more positive than Key. And what's really nice about him is a lot of young lads in this. If they're playing in centre midfield, they'll just go for the the simple pass and you know do do everything tidy and do everything um, neat and safe. But he he was you know he's driving forward with the ball. He's got a good physique for his age. Um, I don't. I think I said it before. Where I'm not. I'm not saying he's going to be Michael Carrick's. Um, there were a lot of comparisons to Michael Carrick on Twitter, which is not yeah. necessarily the best place to look for. No, reasons. I think that's just yeah, it's just lazy centre of the park, and he's from the northeast. So Michael Carrick, I'm surprised it wasn't like Gaza. Jordan Henderson. Oh yeah, Gascoigne. Um, but no, it was good, good uh, performance, except for that collapse. Obviously, um, yeah, it was a bit frustrating, but. I think we all went into it, um, certainly chatting to a couple of lads who actually went to Ewood Park. They were saying that they had no expectations. It was just a day out. They Because they, because obviously they bought the tickets well before the team was announced, but they knew it was going to be um, a very heavily rotated squad. So it was like, well, they need our support. So Plus, it's a day out, so let's go and support the lads. Who gives a shit about the result? It doesn't matter. Um, and I we think... didn't really have any expectations before it because we always no. go out of the cup in the yeah. third round. So no, I'm not. I'm not false. It, it's good, but it's another fixture that we've got where we're not going to play. Oh, I don't know. Now we're now you're starting to see we're one game away from the fifth round. That's. <laughs> Yeah, but that's no. I mean, I'm not. I'm not even joking. I think it's there's not much to be excited about with our season. I think Watford at home. It's a winnable game. It's a winnable game if we put out its full strength side. Are we but playing I, on? Are we playing midweek after this game? Uh, two seconds. I've actually got it in front of me. Come on, um, Dave. I know, but like. You're 45 minutes late. I was in the yeah. middle of watching... Blame Unai Emery. Don't blame me. <laughs> um, so we got Watford on the 26th, which is... Um, Saturday. Saturday. And then uh, after that, yeah, we've got um, uh, Man City on Tuesday, the 29th, and then Tottenham on Saturday, the 2nd. Um, I would rather field a weakened team against Man City... To give the stronger players more rest between the FA Cup game and the Spurs game, because you look at Spurs' injury crisis at the minute, that feels a much more winnable game than Man City. And well, I mean, Man City have got uh, you've got the EFL Cup, like the League Cup, sorry, on uh, on Wednesday. They've got to protect that nine nil first leg. Win. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if they'll be going full strength. For that one, um, so they've got the FA, the, the League Cup on on uh, Wednesday. They've got the FA Cup on Saturday. They've got us, and then actually in our favour, on the third they've got Arsenal um, at the Etihad, and then they follow that up with Chelsea at the Etihad. So it's two big games. They might feel the weaker side against us in the league because. 
it's a bit of an oxymoron, though, isn't it? A man, if that's the right word, a Man City weaker team. Yeah, I know what you mean. I mean, yeah, they could they could rest a stack of players, and their right back will still be, you know, still have cost yeah. more than our first team. It's but, like someone no, telling me they're going to fire at me with a, a slightly weaker rifle than the one they intended to use. <laughs> I'm not going to be cheering. Yeah, instead in, in, instead of like an AK forty seven, it's a musket. Yeah. Well, fine, great. <laughs> yeah, it'll take them longer to load. Brilliant. Um, no, I, I take your point. Yeah, it could be worth us um, resting a few, like of the of the key men. Yeah, I think especially with Spurs having it looks like Ali's out now. There's no Ali, no Son, no Kane. Yeah. Um, no, it, it would totally make sense. I wonder when when is um, when is Key back from the? From well, he's the been cop. sent. From what I've read, he's been sent back to us today because he picked up a bit of a hamstring injury. They kept him there, brought him back into training on Saturday, and he had to leave with a hamstring injury. Oh right. So well, he's coming back, but I don't know necessarily when he'll be fit. No. I mean, if if he's the army he, trained before the game at the weekend, so he will be available. I think, yeah, midweek. But I'd imagine he'd stick with Hayden and Longstaff midweek. Oh, Which, sorry, on Saturday, and then yeah. See. I mean, I in the, I don't I don't I mean, I, you know my position on Hayden right now. It's I, I could I could quite happily see the back of him. But he had an okay game against Cardiff. Which we will come on to after these messages. The Newcastle Natter is back for the season by Labrooks. Hello and welcome back to the Newcastle Natter. I'm still here with Dave Watson. Hello, Dave. Hello, mate. Right. Did you enjoy Cardiff. those messages? No, they were terrible. They were terrible. Sick of them. Were awful messages. Right, Cardiff. Yes, you're right. <laughs> Moving on. Yeah. Brilliant. Three 0 um, Brilliant performance. Well, no, let's let's not let's not fucking soccer on cock. It was a good performance <laughs> against a terrible. Put that rib back in. <laughs> it's a, they were a terrible, terrible. Probably the worst opposition we've come up against this season. They yes. were. I mean, I know they threw that the the loan signing they got from Everton, Nias. I knew, I know they threw threw him in last minute, but he was, I'd say, chiefly to blame for Cher being able to stroll forward. You know, let's I, I, let's talk about Cher's first goal. He picks it up near the halfway line in the right yeah. back position, and there's been descriptions. Descriptions of him ghosting and dribbling his way through the Cardiff team. But it was more like they'd formed a guard of honour. <laughs> it looked like it looked like two people playing FIFA and one of them went to the toilet and the other yeah. one unpaused it and just ran through their team. It was like walking football. You know, played by yeah. like geriatrics. He I just think strolled forward. The most impressive bit was the finish, which was a genuinely really good finish. Yeah, on his left foot as well, yeah. and he's right-footed. Yeah, he's a good finish. Because um, uh, when you get into that position as a centre-back, the, the instinct is to lash your boot at it because you're you're not necessarily a good finisher. It's only really 
Philippe Albert, you know, yeah. who 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 I would have faith being played in that position as a fucking striker. But no, Cher was was took the took the the, the, the that goal well. Got another goal off his cock, which is always always. Good I think fun. it was more his his thigh or his shin, wasn't it? I mean, let's let's give the man some credit. I'm guessing he's hung like a monster, so I think it came off his cock. Well, this is this is going to be one for the dubious goals panel, isn't it? They'll be <laughs> convening today to decide <laughs> if it's a cock goal or not. <laughs> um, I, I, yeah, it, it, there was a touch of good fortune about that goal. In in the you know he was in the right place at the right time, and it just bounced off him and went in the net. But it was another good set piece, and it looks like that that. You know, set pieces are becoming a weapon again, which yeah, they haven't been for which a they long, weren't for, a long for the first time. half of the season. The slightly annoying thing, there was a set piece afterwards. I know this is greedy, but Cher had not quite a free header, but yeah, almost you just thought, oh, a centre back getting a hat trick would have been centre back hat trick in the Premier League. Yeah, that would have been, yeah, Has that it would have been happened? a centre back hat trick. It's a, it's a hell of a question to spring on you, Dave. Um, I don't because the type of people I would expect it from would be someone like Frank LeBeouf if there were a couple of penalties in a header or yeah. David Unsworth or maybe like a William Gallas or, or something but I, I, I can't remember or if own goals count Jamie Carragher or uh, who was the the Man City one who always used to get own goals or Richard Dunn Richard Dunn um, I can't, I'm not sure if it has, but Cher had a great performance, not just attacking wise. But our that whole back three looked really. We look a lot steadier with Lejeune back. I don't know if it's just the quality of opposition we've played, but even when we've not been conceding much without him, there have been one or two really shaky moments in each game, and that seems to have just died out. Yeah, I think also uh, something that you mentioned a while back that that. Like five at the back formation, I think that is a. Um, I think that we we seem to attack well when we're when we're in that position uh, in that formation rather. I really do. I think that's yeah. I think yeah. I think the players seem like they're used to that now. And the front three, the Atsu, Perez, and Rondon seem like they've got a bit of understanding between them. It makes yeah, a difference good. as well. Before when we played that formation of Hosselu there's just no, there's nothing to hold the ball up top but Rondon's just a machine yeah he's he's not um... I don't think it's any coincidence that Perez Atsu and Yedlin all look better with Rondon there because they can all they can all run on forwards knowing that there's a chance they might actually receive the ball yeah and his hold up play is it's not it's not just that he holds on to the ball it's it's clever. Like he doesn't mind coming a bit deeper when we're under pressure, getting the ball around the halfway line, and then just pushing it back to a, a centre mid, and then we can you know we can attack from a stronger base rather yeah. than being in the mid, in the, the centre of the park and immediately looking for a flick around the corner or a flick on with his header. Like he is no, he's the decision making does seem to be great. There's one yeah, moment. Where do you stand on the moment where he kicked the ball out? No, it's absolutely the right thing to do. Yeah, I've watched it back. Went, it looked like yeah. he thought he'd killed him. <laughs> so just... Well, the way that the guy went down, it 
it genuinely looked like um, Apollo Creed in Rocky Four. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, he, the guy crumbled, and um, if he'd like swallowed his tongue or something like that, it, yeah, you, you can't you can't risk that. That's, he could have fallen not... on his keys. <laughs> you can't risk that in the modern game. <laughs> yeah, it did look um, really bad. You could, I was really disappointed when I saw the guy get up so quickly. Cause like, oh, that was quite a decent chance there. Yeah. But I think it was the I, right I, thing to do. Had it been like... Uh, no, no. I was trying to think of a situation where the right thing would have been to to, to finish the, the chance. I think the right thing was definitely to put the ball out. Yeah. Because... With somebody's, like, football's just a fucking game. I know it upsets us sometimes, and it can make us delighted other times. But the way that the guy went down, he, he folded like a like a, like a a pack of cards. So, no, it was the right thing to do. Yeah, I agree. Good. Yeah, there's much more to say on that game, apart from we're out of the bottom three now. But maybe let's not get too far ahead of ourselves. I think if you'd said at the start of the season, what will be our easiest game, you'd have said Cardiff yeah. at home. I, one one thing I did want to mention is just um, I'm really fucking sick of Ayose Perez's uh, finger in the ear celebration ah. because I get it he gets a lot of shit um, from from Newcastle fans but that's not going to convince the people giving him shit and it's only going to annoy the people who aren't yeah because if if he like um, I don't know cupped his ears. Or something like that, then it then it could be like I, I do this for your adulation. You know, this is this is why I do it. I, I do it to hear my name being sang or something like that. But he's putting his fingers in his ears, which is saying I don't care about you lot. You know, you unblock out the haters kind of thing. So I don't know. I don't like it. And uh, if anybody meets him in the street, if you could tell them that I say no, that'd be great. Yeah, I think that message needs to get back to him. I don't yeah. hate it, it just feels like it's gone on a bit long now. I, I understood it the other week when he was doing it because he had been getting a lot of stick, but then he has fairly got stick at times. I mean, I know he's unfairly criticised a lot of the time too, but just because he's scored a few goals recently doesn't mean he played well in the games people were giving him stick for. He's just an inconsistent player. And he's not that good. Like, if... <laughs> If he was like Hatem Ben Arfa and getting shit for not tracking back, but was lighting it up when he when he played well, Perez is just bottom half of the Premier League, maybe top of the Championship. That that sort of area attacking midfielder. Yeah, and the the role that he, he's played in, it's going to come under a lot of scrutiny because the balls that are going to Rondon and a lot of the time or rather the goals that are going towards the balls that are going towards our attack are funneling through him and quite a lot of the time it's he cocks up um I, i'll defend him because i i like him i think he, he works really hard for the club for the for the side but i just yeah, he's that. always one of our top scorers as well no matter how badly he plays at times in the season so we, yeah i think there, there are other players more deserving of criticism who don't get it but it's because he does the things that people dislike most in the game, which is going over too easily and just not having that awareness when there's someone near him. But I think I think fair enough. I don't mind seeing that celebration because it means he's scored. You sort of, yeah. you do wonder if Hustle is working <laughs> on a similar one that he's 
not quite managed a road <laughs> test yet. No, I, 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 I'll accept that. Um, but yeah, it was the the final the final goal was a lovely way to wrap it up. You know, it was yeah. a break. Rondon was involved. Rondon was so confident he was doing step overs, and yeah. when he got legs the size of that man, <laughs> but it's like it's like watching a JCB do a step over. There's nothing. <laughs> there's nothing impressive about it. It's just it's like an elephant at the circus standing yeah. on the ball. So strange. And um, by the way, the only um, the only uh, hat trick I can find that was um, scored Ooh, by like always working, a defender. Even when you're not. Yeah, even or not was. Um, Steve Watson for Everton. Ah. Back in, uh, fuck, 2003. But he did start his career as a striker, didn't he, I think? Yeah, I was going to say, I don't think he was played as a as a defender in that one. Anyway, um, no, it was well, good. That's all it, there is to say about Cardiff, I reckon. Yeah. Well, three points, add? three goals, outside of the bottom three. Put away a, a, a relegation rival. Um, good, you know, good, good, good performance. Yeah. Well done. You made that point on Twitter about three points, three goals out of the bottom three. And we asked people off the back of that for their questions and thoughts about where we are. Bedford Mag got in touch, says it's an elastoplast over an axe wound. But if we can build on it, we should be okay. Need those around us to lose a lot. Have you heard the Newcastle fan who rang into TalkSport praising Ashley 100% Mackham in disguise? I, I don't listen to talk sport because its entire business model is based on. I thought it was five people... live anyway, but I'm not sure. I mean, they basically the like both of them get um, fans on who are going to say something controversial, yeah, to spark a debate. So if it's a Macamore, if it's just an attention seeker, I don't care. It's not. It's not rational debate, you know. It's not a reasoned argument. It's just to get the phone lines because I'm pretty sure you have to pay to get on uh, Talksport. I mean, their I'm business sure. model does seem to be just based on anger. And yeah. Nothing else. So stop listening to Talksport, Bedford Mag. Just tune into more podcasts. I see the like point was... about an elastoplast over an axe wound, but yes. That's better than an open axe wound. <laughs> so, what, what, I would, what I would say is it's super glue over a bullet wound because it could help. Yeah. Whereas, yeah. Thomas Birkin yeah. asks, what is worse? A, Mike Ashley and Rafa Benitez. B, an owner who cares and Alan Pardew. I think that's um, a very good question. I, I would immediately say an owner who cares and Alan Pardew because yeah. an owner who cares is going to throw money at him and Alan Pardew bought Gabriel Obertan. Yeah, plus an owner who cares would sack Alan Pardew because he cares. Yeah, yeah, that's actually a good idea, yeah. So, yeah He'd probably what, hire Rafa Benitez. <laughs> Whereas Mike Ashley, I would not rule out next season appointing Alan Pardew. No, that's fair. Okay, what's worse an owner cares um, than Mike Ashley and Rafa Benitez? Um, Theo Penn uh, says, was that the Blackburn game? Great support, but I noticed that there are no chants for any of our players, for obvious reasons. Also, do you think too many anti-Ashley chants are bad for the team, especially when we're in attacking areas or during crucial moments of the game? I agree wholeheartedly that there's not enough chance about any of our players but I would say that that's because none of them are performing to such a level that 
create the chance and yeah. they're not like not many not of like our players you watch them do something I'm gonna, I'm gonna sing a song about that no like <laughs> I'm gonna make no. up a song about what I've just seen <laughs> and the ones that are playing I think Fabian Schar will get one yeah and I'm hoping it's gonna be to the tune of the Rupert the Bear slash Philippe Albert song because it's yes, just Fabian Fabian Schar everyone knows his name yeah. I think that would be nice I think um, Dubravka needs a chant because he's been consistently the best one. But Dubravka he doesn't do himself any favours with that surname. No, how are you going to? What are you going to rhyme that with? Yeah, like I don't know. There's, there's nothing that I can think of that rhymes with Dubravka. Like, <laughs> no. <laughs> nothing really <laughs> slips off the tongue for that one, does it? Um, but yeah, there does need to be more chants. I think it's something that the um, the guys at uh, Gallagher flags, Leeds' flags. Um, they should they should try and get on board with that. Like maybe as they're part busy of their with flags. Flag Sorry, divide, you can't divide your time like that. <laughs> Pick a team, just... flags or chance. <laughs> um, just you know, print off like uh, a few flyers with a few chants on it. Yeah. Um, and I know that that's a bit forced and everything, but it might encourage people to sing some of their own. Because although Ooh, there's been a Rondon calling, why isn't that happening? Because it Rondon calling. I don't know. I don't. Is Dave? Are we Dave that was old? better than the reaction you gave it. <laughs> I'm sure. I'm not sure of much <laughs> in life. I'm sure of that. Well, because you could. I mean, the the one I always thought would take off for Rondon would be like you do run, run, run. You do, Ron, Don, yeah. Don, whatever. Um, are we too old to come up with chants? Because we don't know what the, what music what the, kids, the kids are listening, listening to. <laughs> I don't know. They're not really going to be... Like, football chants don't tend to be based on grime. No. <laughs> Is that what they, I sound like a high court judge. <laughs> this grime music and these video games. Yeah. Well, like... What's on top of the pops these days? I've got no idea. <laughs> I think we, we do have some players deserving of chance, but it's it's a sign of where the fan base is at the moment that a lot all the effort is going into Benitez because everyone the, I think yeah. quite rightly thinks he's probably gone at the end of the season. Yeah. And, and with regards the rest of the effort goes into Mike Ashley because he's the reason Benitez will be gone at the end of the season. Yeah, yeah. Um uh, with regards to too many Ashley chants being bad for the team, no, not at all. I, I, I thought it was quite a good atmosphere on Saturday, and it was very anti-Ashley. Yeah, I think the, the fans, the fans singing Andy Ashley chants, um, deserve their right to sing Andy Ashley chants, yeah. and I don't think the players give a fuck. I think they, they, I think they're apathetic to those chants, and I think that they would enjoy chants about themselves because your ear will prick up if you hear your name, but anti-Ashley chants will just wash over them, just like pro-Benitez chants will wash over them. Like they're yeah. not, they're not going to, you know, they're not going to be bo- that bothered. I think you're right. On similar lines, Chris Tompkins asks: Was it right to cancel the protests planned for the Wolves game, etc.? Feel like Magpies Trust were pressured by naive fans that once again fell for Ashley's bullshit. I'm torn on that. Yeah, I sort of. The problem with the boycott thing is there clearly weren't the numbers there for it to have. For a boycott to have an effect, you need to have numbers for it to make a statement. Otherwise, it just gives the impression that there isn't an anti-board set uh, sentiment. 
Mm. There's no point doing a boycott if people aren't behind it. And the, the mood had clearly shifted before that Wolves boycott. I think we said at the time it was probably right to cancel it. I don't think yeah. you can then add hindsight on afterwards and say, actually, that was wrong. No, no, I, I, I'd agree with that. And um, it's, I think the groups that were planning the boycott, it's not like they've downed tools and not done anything else. They've just had to rethink what's going to be the most effective thing for their cause. Yeah. What worries me a bit is how it's all getting a bit people's front of Judea now with different fan groups <laughs> getting sent. Just everyone agree. I mean, it's it's all politics at the minute, really, isn't it? Everyone arguing. But, the, I was going yeah, right to say anything, but come on, it's such a it's such a niche interest group. That how can you be divided on the lines there? I, There's I enough of a common goal to come together on getting Ashley out. Yeah, there, there are too many egos. And everybody needs to just realise that the only important thing is the club. Um, it, it, you know, in that, in, in in what they're looking at, the only important thing is the club. It might be, you know, blasphemous. It's not even Rafa Benitez. It doesn't matter about Rafa Benitez long term because he's likely gone at the end of the season. Yeah. The only thing that matters is the club. And if you've got, Five different groups all saying, well, we should do it this way. And no, we should. Well, all you're doing is diluting your energies. Just focus for the next season. The the end of this season, just everybody just put your egos aside. Check your privilege at the door. Go in with an open mind and say, these are our options. We'll vote on them. Right. That's what we do. Yeah. Democracy in action. Have you thought about... Uh, working for Theresa May, <laughs> trying to get <laughs> Brexit I think you have a lot to offer her. Uh, right, very quickly yeah. we'll wrap up a couple more. Kenny Wharton sits on the. I can't read the rest of his name there. Sorry, but it says why do we sits no longer? Uh, why do we no longer do the applause then abuse number for visiting goalkeepers at the Gallagher end? I have because, no idea, Dave. Because there's too many day trippers and tourists. Yeah, it's, it's not the Gallagher end and the Leeser's end are no longer like the the hotbeds of the of the the local fans. It's it's not um, it, quite deliberately, in my view, um, the the noisiest fans and the 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 most I don't know abusive, if you want to call them that. They're they're split up. They're put up in level seven. The people aren't doing that. And also, Premier League football is really gentrified now. So. Yeah. I think if if safe standing were to return and for there to be two places behind, uh, one place behind each goal, I think you'd see a return of a bit more. God, I hate to use the word banter between uh, yeah. the the the, uh, the keeper and the fans. But, but the way no. it is now, it's just songs about brown rice and quinoa. It's, just, <laughs> yes. it's a middle class game now. <laughs> and um, finally, Andy Sheldon says. When Benitez and the fans demanded a new record signing, FCB, fat cockney bastard, got the wrong idea and went off to buy HMV. That is a good joke, Andy. Yeah. I like that. Yes, it's nice. Um, I, is anybody fucking surprised? No. That he can, that he can close a, surely a much more complicated deal than, than selling Newcastle United. It's because he wants that. to. Because he, he, that's that's where his focus is, and that's what he cares about. And yeah. I mean, I, I don't. He can spend his money on whatever he wants to spend his money on. I don't care. 
what I do care about is he's fucking over the club by not selling us. Although him and Benitez apparently spoke after the game. The the idea of that being great news is, is ridiculous, but there may be a dialogue open again. We've had this before. It's, yeah. Fuck it. Is, is, <laughs> I mean, there's there's nine days, nine ten days left of the um of the transfer window. We haven't signed anybody. We've sent Elias Sorensen out on loan. We haven't sold anybody who maybe is a bit of dead wood. Um, and this just goes in quickly to our final, final question. Andy Sheldon said, presuming any takeover is utter bollocks as usual, who do you see as realistically getting over the line before the end of the transfer window? And are we in danger of losing anyone? Oh, I don't uh, know if you'd call it danger, but I heard we might be losing Hosselu. Yeah, I've I've heard something similar to that. Um, I'd be all right with, with Hosselu going if he's replaced in some way. By a, um, a mannequin. Uh, yeah, just... Just a body. Like if Muto returns and has a bit more confidence mm. and a bit more strength, cool. I think it's going to be players we've not really heard of that will come. Players of the ilk of Dubravka and Muto, where they yeah. could be good, they could be rubbish, or share. All we'll know is they'll be less than sort of five million quid. Yeah, they're still talking about loan deals. There, there, there are. Like, I, I wouldn't be surprised to see Kennedy go. And if Kennedy goes, that opens up a domestic loan. Yeah, uh, thing we could be pulling in people from loan from like Syria, the Bundesliga, or wherever. Um, as for actually spending some money, I'd be surprised. Um, that Almiron rumor is not going away. But we've seen Nikola Jorgensen. This time last yeah. season. Yeah, Baz Dost, fucking yeah. Alice, Alice San play. Yeah, like, I'll be, I believe that when he pulls on the shirt in the ground for a match, until then, uh, no, I, yeah. I don't think. But I don't, one thing I would say is we're not going to lose Shelby, Rondon, uh, Lascelles, Dubravka, Anyone like that? I don't think we'll lose yeah, any of I the core right. key players. We might lose someone like Murphy, who's not really, you know, took his chance to to make a mm. make that position his own. We might lose Kennedy on loan, but nobody will weep. Um, Hosslu going again, nobody will give a shit, except for the fact that leaves us even weaker up front. Um, so no, sorry guys. Awesome. Well, on that, on that moment of negativity at the end of a very positive week... We're going to do quick, quick oh, predictions. Oh, yeah, quick predictions for Watford at home. Uh, Magic of the Cup, Dave. 2-0 uh, Watford. Oof. I'm going to go 2-0 Newcastle. Just... Oh, fuck you. Well, Dickham. And then, um, quick, very quickly, Man City. Uh, 3-1 Man City. 2-1 uh, Man City. Well, there we go. Yes. Awesome. Beautiful well, thank Bernard. you very much, Dave. It's been thanks. a cracker. And thanks for everybody for getting in touch. It makes our job a lot easier. Yes. It means we don't have yeah. to think of things. <laughs> I think that sentence tells you how difficult it is for me to think of things. <laughs> the yeah. best words I could get. All right, thank you very much, Dave Watson. And thank you to you, the Natter listeners. Thank you very much. Goodbye. The Newcastle Natter is back for the season by Labrooks. This is a Playback Media production. To listen to all our football podcasts, visit playbackmedia.co.uk. Sports Social Podcast Network.
Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day, Lil. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.